And if you're writing stuff down, that's a good one. That's a keeper. Ezra has big ears. No, no, the other part. <laughs> I'm not judging you, dude. I can overlook the ears. Yeah, well, you can't overlook them. They're right in your. They're they're definitely in your eye line when you're looking at them. They stick out kind of far. But welcome to Think Act Get with James Shremko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high performance results in your business. Hey everyone, welcome back to Think, Act, Get, the tag team here with you again in episode 10. Now we've got a a pretty exciting topic, I think. That topic is motivation. So you can learn a lot about yourself or someone else if you look not at what they're doing, but why they are doing it. So what is motivation? Why are you doing what you're doing? What factors determine your actions? That's what we're looking at in this episode of Think, Act, Get. I love it. This is a fantastic topic. By the way, James here, your co-host. <laughs> let's let's say who you're listening to. This is episode 10, which is like a small round of applause. Yay, we made it. Um, getting some huge downloads on this show lately, Ezra. I think it's hit the top of the charts in the US market now. And we've got some really lovely feedback from some of our friends, including... I noticed John Dumas made a comment the other day, and uh, it's just lovely when you get some acknowledgement from super podcasters, uh, who in his case, he gets over 100,000 downloads a month. So when those people listen to our show, I just, I'm totally flattered and humbled. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, it motivates me to want to keep doing the show. I, I just, uh, I'm humbled by the feedback and really, really appreciate everyone who listens into this show. It just feels so good to be a part of something that people are enjoying. Would you say that's your motivation? I think so. So <laughs> let's understand. And, you know, I apologize, dude. I should have introduced you. I should have been like Ezra here and my co-host, as always, James Shramko. I just got a little excited. Well, why were we excited? Because we're talking about where this ThinkAct gets leading uh, us to. And we have the most incredible announcement coming up soon that – motivates me it's like very exciting and uh, i'm not sure when we'll share that ezra you can i'll leave that with you but that was uh why we're a bit pumped up at the moment oh dude it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna yeah i can't wait to announce that one that'll be in the hopefully in the coming weeks or the coming months but it'll happen at some point so listen in we've got a really really big exciting thing coming up let's get into this episode which is let's understand motivation. I just want to really delve into it before we get into the stories. So motivations elicit desires. So hunger is a motivation that elicits the desire to eat. And motivations have roots in physiological, behavioral, cognitive, and social areas. So it's rooted in a basic impulse to optimize your well-being, minimize pain, and maximize pleasure. And it can also originate from physical needs like eating, sleeping, and sex. So motivation is an inner drive to behave or act in a certain manner. It's the difference between waking up before dawn to pound the pavement and lazing around the house all day. Motivation can be defined as the purpose for or physiological cause of an action. And now people can uh, can manipulate our motivations, which is kind of scary. You should definitely read Freakonomics because he talks about how incentives motivate people to do things. And he talks about the three basic types of incentives, economic incentives. Those are like bonuses and discounts and buy one, get one free or social incentives, right? Like peer pressure or doing things to impress other people and moral incentives. So appealing to a person's sense of right or wrong. Now, the question that we want you to ask yourself is in any particular area of your life, are you motivated by positive or negative, right? Are you motivated by fear or anger or greed or insecurity? Or is it a positive thing like desire or health or love 
or to impress a potential romantic partner, those questions that you can ask yourself before taking any actions can really clarify for you why you're doing what you're doing. I see, you know, one of the biggest points is here is actually asking the question because uh, we've talked about this before where people walk around in some trance-like state and uh, by asking, you know, always, why am I doing this or why, what would motivate the other person in a transaction, that would really help you when it comes to sales, negotiation, marketing or getting what you want. God, I've got so many examples that are going to be fun for this one. I, I met, you just mentioned buy one, get one free. Uh, in the Philippines, I noticed they have the wording buy one, take one. And uh, that's a classic, you know, the, the idea that you can take something for free is really cool. Interesting. Dude, I was walking in, in Union Square Park today, and I've never seen anything like this. There's this big booth. You know, Union Square always has these big booths of uh, you know, people trying to sell stuff or trying to get you to join their cause, join the uh, green movement or whatever it happens to be. And this one said, get paid a dollar to watch our video. And they had this booth, and it was like National Geographic or something. I guarantee you they were selling a ton of magazine subscriptions because they were paying people a dollar to come watch their sales message. That's lovely. That's like a little price qualifier like we do with our low price products sometimes. So those $2 shops where nothing's $2. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> it's got like $2 shop on the outside and they're always closing down, but they're there forever and that nothing <laughs> is $2. In fact, I was um, walking down the mall here recently and uh, there was this huge line, like balloons and a line everywhere. And there was this brand new yogurt shop opening and they were giving away free yogurt. And people were queued up and they were waiting, I'm guessing for more than an hour for their free yogurt. And I went to the Norgenfast shop, which was two doors up, which was empty. And I was able to have a run of the, the shop. I could pick my flavors and I could pay the I think it was 20 something dollars for the kids and I to have ice cream, but without compromise. We didn't have to wait an hour for our ice cream. We could have it right now because we were prepared to go a different path than the average bear because they were all distracted by the free. Yeah, free is a very, very strong motivator in this society. It's one you have to be careful with though. You know, it can, it can devalue whatever it is that you're trying to, trying to sell. So this on the topic of selling, I had a question for you when I was preparing these notes, which is, I'm curious what motivates you to sell information, right? You could just as easily use your marketing skills to do just about any other business, but you choose to be in the people business. And what I mean by that is you choose to be in the business of educating people. Yeah, I guess I'm a problem solver. I, I like the whole concept that we can solve problems. I naturally relate to people. I think that's been brought up when I was raised as a kid. My mom is a prolific word, you know, word of mouth communicator. My grandfather was as blind as a bat and he used to be a timber broker on the phone and all day he would be out in the back, in the back of his house in an office and he would buy and sell timber on the phone and have three or four phones running at once. So I was always surrounded by people who were talking and communicating and it's sort of a natural thing for me to gravitate to an area where I can get paid to talk to people. Like, we're doing now in, in a free podcast, uh, we're talking about stuff, but at some point people wander off and find our other things and perhaps they buy your e-commerce course or they come along to an event that we run or something in the future. So I just think that it's a great business. I like the location independence of it. I like the flexibility of it. I like that you can interact with people. I have got such a close group of 
good friends out of this all around the world. I mean, you're on the other side of the planet and we speak every week and it's joyous. I learn amazing stuff like how many bananas you should not eat in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, man, this has been a really, really, it's been really fun. Uh, th- this podcast, by the way, this podcast has motivated us to be in closer communication, which has then grown a, a stronger friendship, which is really nice. So that kind of leads me in to the next story of the day, which I think this is really cool. This, When I was thinking about motivation, I just thought this was a really fun example to share with people because it's, uh, it's not something that I would have considered doing really, and I think it's really smart. So I'll let you hop into it. Okay, so this one's about uh, your team members and, and staff. If you employ people, this might be useful. I remember finding some, some training on recruitment once and it talked about the three Ts, and it stands for train transfer or terminate. Now, a lot of employers, when a staff member's not working out, they usually rush straight to the terminate button. And that might be valid in some cases. But if you have a slightly larger team like I do, the first thing is make sure that you train your person, okay? Because if someone's not trained to do the job, then it is hard for them to be excited about it because they're confused and they're stressed. And some people have this philosophy, well, gee, I don't know if I should invest the training in this person. They might leave. Well, there's this great saying, like, what if you don't train them and they stay? So number one is train them. If you've done that, then the next thing is to transfer. And this has been so powerful for me because I've hired people who don't know anything about the internet or WordPress or whatever. And one of my SEO link builders, I checked out her social page when I was looking to employ her and she had all these cartoons of superheroes and avatars and it turns out she is an amazing illustrator as a hobby and I said would you rather just draw pictures every day than to do link building and word came back yes she'd much prefer to do that and she's the girl who makes the pictures on my super fast business site and also the one that's on think at get episode one she draw the these by hand and then she scans them and then colors them in. And that is her job. But I'm sure she loves it and she's motivated because she gets to do her passion. So my thing that was clever as an employer is to find out what people love and where possible, move them into an area of the business that really opens that up for them and makes them an amazing passion, passionate employee because that's when everything just lifts off. You can't buy that sort of motivation. It's just a matter of rearranging the jigsaw pieces to fit and make the picture. It's so smart. So like if I've got someone who's perhaps in the transcribing and posting and sort of content side of my business and they're not doing such a good job, before I let them go now, I say, hey, do you like to be on the phones? Perhaps, you know, I find like, because it may not be that they're a poor employee. It just may be that they're not really a fit for what they're doing. And we have other areas that they can then fit into. I think it's really smart. And make it a mantra. And I had a team member come to me a few weeks ago and she said, boss, you've always said we should let you know if there's a job or a role within the business that we'd rather be doing. And I said, sure. And she said, I'd I'd like to not be the manager of this department. I would rather be in charge of our online magazine. And I said, okay, tell me about that. She goes, well, I used to work for a publisher and that was my job. I used to prepare digital publishing magazines <laughs> and since we're doing one, I think I'd be well suited to it. I'm like, I have to agree with her. And so we, we switched around the managers and moved uh, this person into the publishing department and she's amazing. 
So, you know, this can just come from nowhere as long as you're aware of it. Absolutely. You know, I've just got one more thing on free. Uh, the reason free works so well is because it's perceived to be low risk. There's virtually no risk of taking something that's free because there's no actual cost. But what people forget is there is a time and resource cost. Remember the people standing in line for their free yogurt? They wasted an hour and a half of their life. I bought my ice cream, but I was able to go back over to the beach and spend the next hour you know, sitting in the beach looking out at the view. So remember there is often a cost to things that are looking like they're free on the outside. Even listening to this podcast is a time cost. So that's why podcasts are so popular. You can do it while you're driving or catching the bus or walking the dog or whatever. In fact, I'd be really curious for listeners to comment where they listen to Think, Act, Get so that we can do a bit of research on that because we're getting thousands of downloads now and it'd be really fascinating to me to find out where do you listen to think, act, get. What motivates you to listen to this episode? Yeah, and let us know. Real quick, I got one last thing on that. I want to bring up the thing that we talked about a few episodes ago, which is someone's fear of loss, right? Like the only reason people don't want you to do something is because they're afraid they're going to lose something if you do it. The girl doesn't want to date you because she's afraid she's going to look funny to her friends dating, you know, dating the guy with the big ears in my case or whatever it is, right? So if you can figure out what the person's fear of loss is and overcome that, then you can motivate them to do whatever it is you're trying to get them to do. And if you're writing stuff down, that's a good one. That's a keeper. Ezra has big ears. No, no, the other part. <laughs> I'm not judging you, dude. I can overlook the ears. Yeah, well, you can't overlook them. They're right in your. They're, they're definitely in your eye line when you're looking at me. They stick out kind of far. But but you grow your hair over them, right? That's I do. How you I do. Sexy but, Jesus. Exactly. But sometimes you got to, you know, you pull the hair behind them, and it just kind of pushes them out even further. They get catching the wind here in New York. Okay, so time to move on. We got the weekly willpower wager report and bet. <laughs> this one's actually not a report or a bet. This is more of an exercise than a wager, and it has to do with this motivation thing. We really want you to identify what's motivating you beyond the traditional motivators. So you want time freedom, but what do you want to do with that time? You want financial freedom. What specifically do you want that money for? So look at your business, your life, your relationships, and your behavior towards others and identify at the highest level what are your motivating factors in any endeavor? So we'd like you to choose two areas and trace them all the way back to their underlying motivators. And it'll be interesting what you find. You know, sometimes you don't so much like what you find, but it's just a really important question to be asking yourself. And please take the time to do that exercise because it will benefit you. Well, that's fascinating. And, you know, if you can align things to the point, if you can figure out what really flicks your switch and actually align things to it and change right now, then a whole new world can open up. But you know, I know from personal experience that you, the closer you get to what you love, then the, the more amazing everything else seems to flow on from that. So true. It's so true. So now let's move on to news and updates. We had over 1,700 downloads from the success episode last, last week, and that's, that's our biggest episode to date, right? Uh, it mightn't actually be the biggest episode, but it's certainly a good download rate within the first week. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. So, so news on that is just another thank you to everyone who's listening because we really appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. Next topic we have is Let's Talk eCommerce.com. This is a new e-commerce podcast set for, the launch at, set for launch at the end of April, Let's Talk eCommerce.com. If you're interested in e-commerce, if you're interested in the e-commerce business, I'll be on there. I'll be talking e-commerce, hopefully with you and with some really cool guests. So is this your show, Ezra? This, will, this is my show, yeah. Sorry, it's not our show. 
This is uh, Ezra's Let's Talk E-Commerce show. It'll be the interview model where I'll be bringing in people, e-commerce you know, professionals in all areas of the e-commerce business, a, a podcast dedicated specifically to what's going on in e-commerce. How are we getting traffic in e-commerce? How are we converting buyers in e-commerce? What markets are we choosing? What business models do we have? And all that kind of stuff. I love this. So this is why you have um, gotten such good results. I mean – we're at episode 10 of Think at Get, which from memory was your first podcast, right? It was. It is. So so we're not 10 episodes in and you've proliferated. You've got your e-commerce podcasts. I think you've got Smart Marketer out there already. Yeah, Smart Marketer. We've got about six episodes on backlog. I need to get those out. Look at you go, mate. You see, that's it. Why do you, why do you think podcasts are so good? You know, I think podca- podcasts are such a great medium because of their ease of consumption, right? Every other medium is a bit harder to consume. You can't just take a video with you on the go. You can, but it's harder to watch. You can't listen to it on the subway. You can't listen to it while you're walking down the street. And the other thing is that I think it's fun to hear people talk. I think it's interesting to get engaged in long conversations on different topics and really, uh, you know, hey, we're thinkers, man. We're philosophers at heart. We like to think about stuff and talk about it and look at the repercussions of it. And it's just uh, I have sort of found my calling. I just I love this medium. It's so much fun. I think that it's it's aligned to your medium. And I've got a few podcasts too. Freedom Ocean is just kicking ass at, at the moment. We had a little glitch there uh, my partner in that one timbo lost his mojo his motivation which is very on topic and then he had a comeback and found it again and just boom we hit the straps so you know when you find it when you activate it then amazing things can happen so i'm really really pleased to see you out there with the podcast uh, which leads us to the next thing there's a very cool tool that a lot of us podcasters are using called speakpipe which is now just out of beta and we have a paid account and people are leaving us messages. We've got some great messages here from uh, the episode from Money and from a few of the other ones from some really, really cool listeners. So we're going to play some of these call-ins soon on the probably the next episode. I think we'll have a listener love-in. And oh, that's a Timbo Reed phrase there. I just completely stole. So I should credit him and give it back. But we'll, we'll hear from the listeners. Uh, that's you, Please go and hit the speak pipe thing at the bottom of Think at Get. Uh, use your recording device on your computer. Leave us a message. We'll play it back, and if it's a question, we'll answer it. And if it's just a comment, then uh, we'll play it and sit back and let you take some of the show. We want to share this. Yes, and we, we want to hear from you. That's what this is all about. Now, I want to step back to our last comment a second ago, and I want to say episode 53 of Freedom Ocean is when Timbo got his groove back. Is that what it was? Yeah, he got his groove on. Yeah. It was 53, right? So everyone go go and listen to that episode. I really, really enjoyed that episode. So I think it's, it's a good one for, uh, for this topic of motivation. And as we were talking about our last news and update is we've got a big announcement coming sometime in the next two months. So uh, be sure to listen in. It's going to be uh, – I'm more excited about this thing than probably anything else in my business life right now, this announcement we've got coming up. so What could it possibly be uh, that's that exciting? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> have to wait and find out. Oh, I'm very, very excited about this one. I'll be in. I'll be all over this one. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's have a, let's have a little um, some comments there. We've had some comments. Would you like to read us through some of them? Yeah, let's get through them. We've got Edmund Pelgin who says, "Hey guys, I'm really enjoying this series of podcasts. I just discovered Ezra, and I'm digging his accent and approach. He sounds like one of my mates from South Carolina." <laughs> 
<laughs> James. So why is that funny? I you got to give me okay. the local knowledge on that. The background on that is people think I have a drawl. They think I'm Southern. They think I'm from Texas or South Carolina. Everyone's always telling me. But you're from uh, Hawaii. Uh, well, I'm California. I don't, I don't think I have a drawl. I don't think I've got an accent, but apparently. You do go to, you do go to Texas a lot. I do, I do. And I know it's, I know it's not for the ribs, but did you say there's vibs or something? Yeah, there's tibs, man. Tofu ribs. Tibs. <laughs> <laughs> They're good, man. They're really good. Never had tips. You got to try. Uh, Texas tips. James, loving the continuing podcast yes. content. Your potties are the first ones I typically crank on when I've got some quiet time. Love the mix of short and long. I know I can get my fix when I've got only a few minutes or pick a longer one when I've got more time. Well, thanks, Edmund. We appreciate you listening in. Thank you. Uh, Craig. Craig says, hey, guys, great podcast. I like the way you two work together. I just got into marketing and was looking to learn e-commerce. I agree with you guys that to move up in your business, you have to surround yourself with positive people and expert communities. What communities would you recommend as a new entrepreneur myself? Dude, Fast Web Formula, come on. Is there a better community online? I don't think so. I'm in there. I'm talking to people about e-commerce, asking questions, getting answers, answering questions. I think that FastWeb formula, I tell everyone who's just getting started, and I know that, James, you can't really be like join FastWeb formula and like sort of promote yourself, but I can absolutely shamelessly. Oh, no, no, I can. I can say you totally should join. I mean, yes, I am. I'm absolutely biased, and I'm certainly the, the prime beneficiary uh, financially, but I actually think people will not stay unless they get a return on their investment and it's just a measly sum. It's under a hundred bucks a month and people are picking up your little gold droppings, Ezra, that you lay in there and I want to point out... <laughs> the guy called them rat that- piss, didn't he? Did you see that one? <laughs> well, here's the thing. There's no free lunch in FastWeb Formula. Even my mates, my buddies pay to come to FastWeb Formula and the reason I've done that is because I don't want people to take it for granted and you know, even Ezra pays a membership. I'm not mean and tight. I just think that he's more motivated when he's in there on his own dime and he can carry a signature link to his own business and people can find out about it. So anyone in the internet marketing or internet business space should be able to get a good return from their time in there. I will tell you, I've, I've already had probably two site build-outs. Two, two, I've had a couple people get in touch with me from my uh, e-commerce threads and fast web formula. And now what I do is I go into Fast Web Formula, I search for e-commerce. Anyone who's talking about e-commerce, I go and I talk to them about it. I give my viewpoints on it. I answer questions that they have. And that sort of you know, has people associate me with e-commerce more and know that when they need help with e-commerce, they come to me. So it's working really good. That's it. It's like straight marketing. Where can you pay $100 bucks to have a, a millionaire e-commerce marketer answering your questions? I mean, it's a, it's a win for everybody. That's the point. Uh, okay. So by the way, you said Craig... But I'd say, Craig. yeah, we'd say sort of Craig with the Australian. Craig. 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 Now, here, you know. Depends I, where he's I'm from. Yeah, my, some of my Aussie buddies have trouble with Greg. They can't really say Greg. They want to say Craig. I don't know. It's a, I like the name Craig, though. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Ian McConnell says, great information, guys, especially the perfection bit. I realized I've been using the perfection excuse for way too long. Now, that's impact. I feel good about that comment because... 
We're moving somebody. We're changing things, Ezra. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. And you know, here's the truth of the matter, is they're changing themselves. They're listening to us. They're being inspired by it. And they're, they're being motivated to make changes on their own. We can't do anything for you guys. We can't do anything for anyone, but we can inspire you to take action for yourself, which is our goal. All right. And Justin says, hey, guys, great podcast. Love the style and content. Just wondering if you could list the books you mentioned in the show notes to make it easy to track them down. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Justin. I think we've linked a couple of the books, and I'll have to go and pull through those notes, but we'll, we'll make a little note to our editor that where we mention a book, uh, if we could put a link to it in Amazon, that would be awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. I think we should definitely do that. And here we go. This one is from Entrepreneur on Fire, John Lee Dumas. He says, James brings the heat. If you're not listening to James, what are you doing? He's the man with the vision. The rest of us are just lucky to get a peek into the window. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, John. That's a good one. Uh, he also said uh, he, that he loves the new podcast and that we're ranking incredibly well in the U.S. business section and for good reason. So thanks, John. appreciate it. All right. So you know what time it is, Ezra? I think it might be time to think about it. It's think about it time. Okay. So we, this is where we do our quotes. So uh, the quote for me is, the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Unknown. Whoa, that's deep, isn't it? It is. It is. I like it. Well, that, that's it. You know, that's this um, expression, you've got to s- spend the rest of your life or whatever. I think you can invest the rest of your life. And I really strongly believe that you can make decisions and choices about what the rest of your life is going to look like. And I'm constantly reminded by this. So, you know, the things around me, the things happening to me in my life are totally reflections of thoughts that I've had. In, in you know, that's why we have this podcast. Uh, named think act get if you figure out what you want to get then you you can work out what uh, actions or behaviors you need to do to get it and that starts with a thought i mean literally if you feel that you'd like to eat a burger for dinner then to get a burger for dinner you would have to drive to a burger store and you just have to think about it. All you have to do is think, oh, I'd like to drive to the burger store and have a burger for dinner tonight, and then you just do it. You know, uh, I think great minds think alike here on this one. Before we ever started Think, Act, Get, I did a training for it. This is actually included in my new upcoming e-commerce training, but I did this a couple years ago. I did a training called Goal Inventory Action. So step one, you figure out what your goal is, right, what it is that you want. So you think about what you need to create. Step two, you take inventory of what needs to happen in order for you to achieve that goal. So, you know, if you want to have a podcast, you need a website, you need uh, a name, you need content, whatever it is, right? So you have your goal, you have the inventory list of what you need to uh, achieve in order to make that happen, and then you take action on that inventory list. So um, I don't know where that, why I went into that, but I remember it had some kind of point. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're saying we have a similar philosophy on how things happen. That's right. Now, you mentioned your e-commerce course. One of the common questions we get is, Ezra, where can I buy your e-commerce course? I mean, is it even out yet? Well, it's, it's not out. It's due for a soft launch in April and a hard launch, a big, you know, one of these big launches in June. But April, when April comes around on this show, sometime next month, in the middle of the month, I will tell you guys where to go to get it. Uh, yeah, I think what we'll do is we might just send out a little email or something telling people when it's ready. Yeah, that'll be cool. It's going to be a fun one. And uh, I am, I'm, yeah, 
I'm really enjoying creating it and dedicated to making sure that anyone who's interested in that business model has all of the information I have on it anyways. Well, hit us with a quote. And this fits right in here. A business that makes nothing but money is a poor business by our friend Henry Ford. Now, I think that is so true. My whole viewpoint on business these days is serve the world unselfishly. This is my, uh, you know, my tagline in business. Serve the world unselfishly and profit. And I got this from a guy named Vic Bronco. And I think that, you know, it, more than just making money, you, you have to have some kind of a positive impact on your community, on your society, on the, on your customers. It's just like you will, you will do so much better in your business if your goal is more than just making a profit. Yeah, well, that dude was a smart dude. I love Henry Ford. He was told by someone that you can't have a V8, that it wouldn't work. And he said, no, make it happen. <laughs> he was, uh, he was, uh, um, and that quote that everyone says was his. I think, uh, they're having trouble proving that it was his, but it's still a great quote about if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you're, you're right as well, you know. All right. Tag tips time. Let's talk systems and people. So, as mentioned before, figure out what people are good at and have them aligned to that in whatever their tasks are, especially if you have a team, but also for yourself. You know, we just talked about Ezra is good at talking. He's fun and charismatic and sexy and interesting, and he's good on the podcast. So he's gone and leveraged that by rolling them out. He'll probably have 15 by the end of 2013, knowing Ezra. But the point is figure out what you love and do it. And if you've got people working with you, go and ask them, what do you love doing? What are you good at? What, what opportunities do you think we have in front of us that we're not really tapping into? I want to work with you on aligning your motivations to the goal to serve these customers and you will be shocked at the results. Absolutely. Such a good one. Such a good piece of advice. It's one that I have taken to heart and I, I really like that. You know, hey, ask people, what are, what do they like? And then have them do that. It's really, really, really simple. <laughs> no, it's yeah, a novel science. concept, right? Uh, anyways, moving on. Mindset and strategy. This one, uh, you know, this one's a little out there, but it's so true. The only way that you can truly experience something is by giving it. So you can, you can feel the love you give. You can't feel someone else loving you. You can experience what it feels like to be rich by being generous and giving your time, your attention, your energy, or your money to someone else. So get out there and give. It's a very pleasurable thing to do. And on that same note, be willing to receive, right? If someone wants to give you something, just let them. You know, let your friends take you out to dinner or whatever it happens to be. It's nice to let people give you things. It makes them feel good. It gives them the opportunity to, to be in the position of feeling rich or feeling like they have the surplus in their life to give to someone else. It's one that I struggle with personally. I always want to be the guy paying for people or giving, you know, or taking care of everyone. But it's, it's a really important – the flip side of that's really important as well to receive. So you can truly experience the things that you do yourself. So go out there and – love, give, whatever it is you're looking to experience. If you want attention, put attention on someone else. You know, that's, that's, uh, uh it's, it, it works. Oh, like I still remember your thing you did once in one of the earlier episodes where you didn't one up me and that's so uncommon, but really appreciated. And in fact, I was oh. having dinner with uh, my mum the other day and I said, mum, you're a one upper. And she said, what? I said, you're a one upper. Everything I say, you one up me. Every time. Oh, and it's dude. like, just let me, just let me have a story without being one-upped just once. <laughs> she, she didn't get it. Uh, she, did, she didn't, she didn't, 
she didn't know what I was saying because she, you know, she likes she, to talk and she's, yeah, she, yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe she one ups all the time because she really wants to be acknowledged and I have to improve how I acknowledge her and make her, yeah, I've, yeah, I've got to feel heard, acknowledge her more so that she doesn't feel the need to one up me all the time and, and keep stealing the limelight. Or, or perhaps her conditioning is that it's appropriate when someone tells you something to tell them how you're cooler because you did it better or whatever. Like that's an appropriate conversation. Uh, you know, um, what's the word? Conversation dynamic. Well, I think what she's really, she, what she's really good at is posturing and elevating her status in a group of strangers and that's why she's such a master sales person like she can go anywhere and instantly with strangers she can be in the conversation and they'll you know she'll do a little just one up in people all over yeah she'll be name dropping you know she had lunch with the lord mayor yesterday or something like this and and uh you know they'll they'll say oh really you know she must be important or whatever i think it's probably she's got one tactic and she uses it a lot, but I notice it because I listen to other people like you who, have, you know, who teach me these important subtleties. So awesome, dude! I'm really happy to know that. And this moves us into our last tag tip, which is about lifestyle. Now, again, this this one may you know may sound out there, but it's very important, which is to express yourself. Right? Repression kills it really does repression is your enemy find a way to express your thoughts your feelings your energy this could be writing or talking or working out you know humans need expression take away a person's ability to express themselves and they get sick talk to depressed people and most of the time they don't feel understood seen or heard so it's important to build outlets for expression into your life and take care of yourself in that way it is no one else's responsibility for uh, to have you be expressed it's your responsibility so if you want to reach your fullest potential and have the most fun you can and be the happiest you can you need to be fully expressed or at least moving towards expression in all areas of your life i can't help but think that this fits in nicely with the whole own the race course concept that we've talked about and that that we both do which is literally expressing your personality and your passion for your business and putting it out into the world and i have to say in the last year since i've been making a piece of content every day like a video or an audio i'm not doing it in a seth godin like grind way where he just you know it'd be strange for him not to put something out because I think sometimes you put out rubbish if you feel like you have to put it out. But I want to put it out. I just, like, let me add it. I want to make a video. I want to make audios. I want to express. I like to – I just hit my limit on Facebook today, 5,000 friends, which is um, crazy. I can't receive friends anymore. Uh, and I, I knew the day was coming at some point. But every time I put a picture of a sunrise or, you know, this, this morning I went for a ride around – the coastline put a picture up get all these comments and stuff and and uh i like expressing in fact if someone can see that picture and be inspired to go and hop on their bicycle and go for a ride that's a really good feeling to be able to express and and to uh impact other lives so true and look at you man you are at five thousand friends that's impressive dude well i I don't (laughs) it's not like it's a total uh vanity metric but this is just people friending me and i don't know if they're trying to market to me or whatever i get the occasional mlm or whatever but uh, i don't go out and add friends it's just i've always been organic so it's taken me till now and i've been on facebook for quite some time and at one stage i purged a thousand friends so i would have probably hit it earlier but 
I, uh, you know, I'm not personal friends with all of them because I think the average person is supposed to have 150 friends. 150, huh? Yeah, I think the normal people. I heard Ed Dale talk about this. Normal people have 150 friends. It's some law or you know, normal people. I noticed this too. I was talking to some normal people about this. They don't use Facebook the way we do. They don't like. They're not communicating with people. They're not posting stuff and tagging people. Like most people are not leveraging uh, social networking the way that we do in our community. Our community, I think, it's, is one of the strongest, uh, high, most highly networked together community out there, at least a community that I'm a part of. The thing I'm talking about here is Dunbar's number. It's the suggested – this is Wikipedia I'm quoting. It's the suggested cognitive limit to the number of people with whom one can maintain stable social relationships. Ah, yes. And yes. for most people, it's between 100 and 230, but they use a value of 150, right? Yeah, those are the, num- those are the people you can actually remember and have some kind of ongoing communication slash relationship with. Yeah, but I've got to say, lately, uh, because I've, I've sort of freed up some of my time and really focused on a few things, I've been... I actually started making a notepad of the people who have been my really good friend in the last few weeks, and I've got to tell you, it's up to about a dozen people who have organically contacted me or followed me up or asked to go for a meal or checked in on uh, what I'm up to, and the list is up to about 12, and these are people who I'd consider extremely close and, and good friends, you know, like we've become, and... I think uh, I think it's important to be surrounded by friends. And here's something we might cover in a future episode: as people are making changes that we talk about or suggest, or you know, testing out their banana diet or whatever, uh, some of their friends or family I'm never no, living that one uh, down. Am uh, I? Some of their friends or family are probably going to query them or judge them or. Um, point out that they've changed or something different like one of my friends lately on facebook he goes what are you what are you doing why are you getting up so early every day why are you what's going on like you know they're they're querying this is unusual this is odd so be ready for that when you make changes but also know why you're making the changes and make sure that you feel that it's worth it and if you do then it doesn't matter what other people think yeah yeah we should definitely talk about that which is how the people in your life respond to your growth that's a it's a big subject it's a massive one and you have to have support around you to to do some of the bigger things and i i've been fortunate enough to have huge support uh you know to go overseas to take on uh, hard jobs that will take my time away from the family at times and you know the the payoff has come so it's it's all been worthwhile so cool well that does it for this episode of thinkactget.com we talked about motivation we talked about looking at not what you're doing but why you're doing it and that you can learn a lot about yourself and someone else by looking at why they're doing what they're doing. So again, this is thinkactget.com about mindset, behavior, and results on the premise that what you think determines how you act, which determines what you get. Thank you, Ezra Firestone. Thank you, James, James Tramko. <laughs> We're signing out. This has been another episode of Think, Act, Get with James Shramko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free.